What's going on, warriors? Today, oh, oh, okay, let's start that over. What's going on, warriors? Happy to have you here today. Uh, I got an interesting story from last night that I want to share with you today, and that is essentially about my blood sugar getting stuck, but also how you can discover your blood sugar superpower. So, without any further ado, let's get into our theme song. I've spent the last 10 years pushing the limits while identifying trends and patterns in my type 1 diabetes management. Follow along as I learn, apply, and share the fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle strategies that I've learned from diabetes experts around the world. The real question is, how can we live fearlessly with diabetes while maintaining stable blood sugars? This podcast is here to give you the answer. My name is Matt Vandevecht, head coach and co-founder of FTF Warrior, and welcome to Part of My Pancreas. So as you can tell, my chair spins way too well. Uh, I wish, honestly, that my insulin worked as well as my spinning chair does, but it didn't last night. Oh, it was frustrating. Okay, so let me tell you the story. Uh, last night, my wife and I decided that we were going to have a dinner together, okay? And, and we eat together 99% of the time, right? We live together. It happens. But we don't intentionally eat together a lot of the time, whether it's a movie or... Uh, a TV show, you see there's kind of a theme here, right, TV. <laughs> but we decided to have an intentional meal together where we talked, we you know, check in on each other, see how we're doing, uh, almost treating it like a date. So uh, about halfway through dinner, we're chatting about life and where we're at currently versus where we could be. And all of a sudden it dawns on her specifically, she goes, I, I need to get my crap together. <laughs> and we may use may have used some more colorful language initially, but uh, I was like, I, I need to get my crap together too. And I was like, hold on a second. I got up, I ran over to my office desk, this one right behind me, and uh, I grabbed my notepad, I tore off a sheet for her, tore off a sheet for me, slammed it in front of the pen, and I said, all right, we're gonna write down our get your crap together list. And we did, we sat down, and it was actually a really powerful exercise, right? Where we just started writing. How can I get my, quote unquote, how can I get my crap together, right? Get your life together, whatever you want to put in there. Uh, but what actions can I take today, this week, this month to create the life of my dreams, right? Uh, and there's a lot of motivational stuff behind it or different ways of thinking and how it affects your physiology and all this great stuff. But essentially, I said, let's take action. Let's create this list. Just start writing, okay? And... We'll, we'll compare notes. So we did. And I think I ended up writing like 20 things, but you know, the second half is just like, read more, sleep more, it's, it's starting to get generic. I was, I was reaching. <laughs> but as we're going through our lists, which were powerful, honestly, it was a powerful activity for us to, to walk through, um, and re realizing, of course, that our, our goals were actually in alignment, which was pretty cool. Lots of things in common that we could work on together. Uh, keep each other accountable to not watch as much TV. That was one of the big ones for us. But anyways, uh, about, I don't know, three from the end, my pump goes off. And I'm like, crap. Oh no. <laughs> I'm like, I know what that sound means. So I'm like, all right, that means I'm high. Did I mess up? Like, you know, my brain starts working real quick, right? It's like, okay, I, I worked on glycemic pairing pretty well. The glycemic index of my overall meal was relatively low, so it shouldn't have caused a spike. I pre-bolused, right? I'm going through this different checklist in my head of the 10 different things that I need to be checking for, right? That I coach my clients on. And, you know, I get down my list, I'm like, okay, it could be that one. It's, it, maybe it's that one, but none of these really match up. 
But the fact of the matter is, I need to take action, right? It's not about what happened and how can I prepare for next time. We're not at that phase yet. Eventually, I need to check how can I protect myself from this happening again. But right now, right now, I'm at 203 with an arrow up. I am skyrocketing. It's less than an hour since we've eaten. I am, <laughs> my blood sugars are not aiming for a great place. So as I'm shooting for the moon, uh, I'm like, all right, you wanna go for a walk? Because as funny as it sounds, before we sat down for dinner, she was like, man, I wish we could go for a walk like right after we eat. And I'm like, yeah, that's, <laughs> I'm gonna go low if that happens. So I was like, well, opposite reaction. I'm going high. You wanna go for a walk? And she was like, do I? <laughs> she loved it. So we, we grabbed our shoes and we took off, walking around town. It was a wonderful night uh, to go outside. It was still probably 80s. You know, it's been pretty warm recently. But we're walking around, blood sugar stops rising at 224. I'm like, all right, cool. Maybe we should head back because my blood sugar is about to tank. You know, I'm, I'm gonna activate all that insulin all at once. Uh, I got a ton of insulin on board. This was great. Let's head back. We'll relax for the rest of the night. All right, cool. So we get back. Blood sugar still at 224. 10 minutes later, 15 minutes later, it's at 226. I'm like, oh, oh no, what are you, what are you doing? Blood sugar, what's going on? And uh, I was like, you know, and she, she kind of sees me like glancing at my pump, right? She's like, do you want to go for a second walk? And I'm like, all right, let's go. I can tell she wants to go for another walk. We were having a great night holding hands, walking down the streets, lit by market lights in the trees. It was beautiful. And uh, we live next to a really artsy side of town, so it's, it's cute at night. Uh, but my brain is still focusing on what did I do wrong, right? Now, I will say, uh, for the last couple weeks, I've been putting a lot of work and research into creating this grounding document. Uh, I'm not releasing what it's called just yet, but it's for my clients in our program for Diabetes in Action. It's going to help them get grounded, reset, and essentially motivate them, remind them of who they are, what they seek. And since that was so fresh in my mind, I, I referred back to the, the document that I created. I'm like, okay, this is not who I am. These numbers are not me, right? This is a data point. I'm going to use this data point to move forward. And in the meantime, I'm going to take action to fix this. It's like, okay, I need more insulin. I need to go for a walk. Let's do this. And I was surprised at myself. I didn't get mad at myself. I didn't get frustrated, I'm high, and I'm, not, like, I'm at 235 now, and nothing's working. I could have lost it, right? But I chose to accept it as a data point. It's not my fault, and even if it was, there's nothing I can change right now except how I react to this situation. I can grumble and fuss and ah, I hate my life, or I can take insulin, go for a walk, some people, like myself, take a hot shower. There's different strategies we can use in the, in the immediate, right, in the present. And I chose to do that, and I was proud of myself. But nothing I was doing was working. Okay, <laughs> this is interesting, right? This is not going how I wanted to. So we go for our second walk, a bit longer than the first one. We, we venture out past where we had walked before, found a new area that we're actually both pretty excited about exploring in the future. A uh, beautiful campus-looking thing next to our, our public library. So I was like, all right, cool. We found a new place to explore. We head back. You know, we're actually getting tired at this point. We've been walking for like 35, 40 minutes. And uh, get back inside. 250. <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm at 250. We've been walking for like an hour at this point, right? Two different walks. All right, it's 9 o'clock at night. 
what else can I do? So I, I go to my wife and I was like, hey, you want to skate? Like we haven't, we used to skate, skateboard when we were dating. And uh, even before we were dating, when we were friends, I was like, hey, you want to pull out the old skateboards and go for a little ride? And uh, she hadn't been skating in a while. She was, she was a little bit uh, nervous. She didn't want to embarrass herself, but she's an amazing athlete. She would have done fantastic. But she was like, why don't you clean the kitchen? You forgot to clean the kitchen today. I was like, dang it. And I was like, you're just trying to get out of skating. And she was like, yeah, well, maybe, but you also should clean the kitchen. <laughs> I was like, all right, fine. So from nine to 9.45, 45 minutes, I detailed the kitchen. I was extra motivated because my blood sugars were still stuck. Uh, they, they came down to about 244. So they came down six points and I was like, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> but, as I mentioned before, I'm proud of myself for this, I did not get emotional. I accepted it as a data point and said, you know what, I'm going to take advantage of this. We went for a walk, didn't work. Second walk, this is quality time with my wife, keep in mind, we got to go explore the town. Not a bad reaction, right? Versus getting mad and frustrated and taking my anger out on her and on the rest of my day. No. I enjoyed time with my wife. Cool. We got home, she didn't want to skate. I cleaned the kitchen, which also helps my wife, helps me too, let's be real. Uh, I, and I spent 45 minutes detailing it, scrubbing surfaces, mopping the floors, uh, cleaning the fridge, like actually scrubbing stuff. Because uh, in my head too, in addition to doing my, my half of the chores, right, it was also a great activity for me to try to bring my blood sugars down. Now, did I feel sick? Yes. Did I feel nauseous? Yes. Uh, kind of felt like I was going to throw up. My insides did not feel good. I was still around 245 to 250 the whole time I was cleaning. I'm like, this is wild, right? And uh, towards the end, we get to 945, where I, I finished cleaning the kitchen. I glance at my blood sugars, like, okay, this is a, it's a data point, Matt. Don't freak out. Um, we'll, we'll figure this out eventually. Um, oh, and I should I need to back up a second. Right before I cleaned the kitchen, I said, you know what? There is one variable that I think might be the culprit here. I changed my site right before dinner, like right before. I had two units left and I was like, that's not enough for the massive food meals that I eat. <laughs> so I changed my site. I said, you know what, maybe it's a bad site. So uh, I switched out just the site portion. I left in the cartridge and the tubing and all that. And I just filled up like the, the quote unquote cannula part. It's not a cannula that I use, but. Uh, so I changed my site, right? Uh, I filled up just a little bit of the, the cannula thing. Mine's the true steel, but same thing. Uh, and once I had changed my site, I cleaned the kitchen. 45 minutes of cleaning. I was like, cool, activity for 45 minutes in addition to the hour of walking that I had beforehand. This ought to bring me down, right? This is going to be it. Let's go. <laughs> After cleaning the kitchen, I had come down to like 2.36-ish and I'm like, okay, come on. <laughs> What's going on? It's like I changed my site. Uh, with the, uh, the control IQ algorithm, it had been giving me little bits of corrections through uh, increased basal. So like, I know I've been getting a little bit more insulin throughout this period of time. Why the heck isn't it fixed yet? So I said, hey, wife, you want to do nighttime yoga? <laughs> I'm like, what else can we do? Oh, man. So she had talked about doing yoga uh, a couple weeks ago at night. She's like, what if we, you know, like our nightcap is doing yoga before bed, like relaxing and stretching. I was like, that's fantastic. Let's do it. So I was like, let's do some yoga. I need to move some more. Apparently, I chugged some water. I'm like, let's do something. Um, but still, 
was able to remove emotion from the equation. I said, all right, 236, I clearly need more movement. Let's go. I'm on the way down, but I need to help this blood sugar out because I've been high for hours at this point. I do not feel good. So we get to uh, doing yoga, do like a quick seven minute one. I was like, oh, it's done already. And she's like, yeah, it was relaxing. It was nice, uh, less stretching really. It was more so just like a mindfulness exercise kind of thing. Anyways, we get through, nothing really happens. And you know, we start getting for bed and, and I'm like waiting for my pump to give one big correction. My insulin on board is starting to creep down. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna let it give me one big half unit, unit correction, whatever it's gonna be. Uh, and then I'm gonna take a shower. And hopefully that'll help the insulin circulate faster and bring me down. I don't care if I plummet. I just wanna get rid of this high blood sugar, right? I'm sure you guys understand. I'm sure you've been there, right? Where your blood sugar is either super high for a long period of time and you're like, I don't even care how low I go. I just wanna stop being high. Or the other end of the spectrum, I've been there too, where you're like stuck in the 40s, 50s, 60s, it feels like nothing you do is gonna work. And you're like, I don't care how high I go. I don't care if I skyrocket past 400. I just, I wanna stop being low, right? It's, I've been there. I've been in both of those situations. So I've been high for a couple hours now. I'm like, this is ridiculous. I want this to stop. And you know, one of my thoughts was, okay, what if I gave myself an IM shot, right? Intramuscular injection. I do not recommend this. This is a very, potentially dangerous thing to do, strategy. Talk to your doctors before you do, but what it is, an IM shot or intramuscular is, you find an area of muscle and you get a needle, uh, a syringe, obviously. Uh, the needle has to be long enough though to penetrate past adipose tissue and into your muscle. So a shoulder is kind of a go-to for most people because there's uh, minimal fat there for most of us. And you essentially inject insulin into the muscle tissue. Okay, so usually we're taught subcutaneous injections, right? Go for a fatty area, where can you pinch an inch? That's what my endo told me, pinch an inch, and that's where you can inject. Usually go for fatty areas because you want subcutaneous, you want slower, more paced out absorption. With intramuscular, that gets used quick. So with an IM shot, that insulin brings you down like a snap, right? Thing is, it's faster in, faster out. So it gets used real quick and then it's out of your system. Uh, that being said, if you're insulin stacking, right, the rage bolus, and you give an IM injection, that hits you immediately, followed by the existing insulin already circulating in your body, you could be stuck in the 40s or 30s for a long period of time, very dangerous. So that's your medical disclaimer. <laughs> this is not advice for you to follow. That was just a thought that entered my head. I was like, what if I did an IM shot? The issue with it is this. If I give an IM shot, I won't know if my pump site, the new one that I changed to was bad. I won't know if the insulin in my cartridge is bad, if the tubing is bad, if there's an error with the pump. Anything with that technology piece, I won't know if that is the issue, right? So far, I had changed the end piece of my site. So I know that if it works in the new site, that the old uh, actual site of my pump site was the issue. If it doesn't work, I know that wasn't the issue, which means it could be insulin gone bad, it could be my cartridge, not feeding out insulin, it could be an occlusion somewhere in the tubing, like there's still a lot of variables at play. So if I give an IM shot and that works, <laughs> I still have no idea what the actual problem was, which means I'm going to sleep not knowing if I'm getting insulin for the whole night. Not ideal. So I chose not to take the IM shot. As frustrating as those high blood sugars were, I want to know the culprit because I'm going to bed, okay? 
the only option I would have in that situation is setting alarms every two hours and seeing what happens. No chance I'm doing that if I don't have to, right? So I avoid the I am shot, say, nope, not gonna do that just yet. The only thing the I am shot would tell me is if my insulin was bad. Because if I gave an intramuscular shot, intramuscular injection, which is supposed to cause you to plummet, because intramuscular means it works right away, and it doesn't work, doesn't do anything, then I would know what? That my insulin was bad, right? If I pulled insulin from the same vial that I used to fill my pump site, my cartridge, and it didn't work, cool. Now I know the insulin's bad, that sucks because I just opened this one <laughs> right before that site change, but that would help me understand it's the insulin, get a new vial, everything should be fine, right? So you have to be aware of which paths you take, which strategies you take, uh, because they may make it more difficult to figure out what's actually going on. Now, of course, it could technically also be uh, increase or decrease in exercise, which for me, it's not. I keep that constant. I'm, I'm relatively active on a consistent basis. It could definitely be the macronutrient profile of my meal, right? But it wasn't. I checked. Uh, I know exactly how many carbs I had. I have a good estimate of how many fats and proteins I had. So uh, knowing what that was, I know that wasn't the issue. My glycemic pairing, the index, you see there's a lot of variables at play here. This is why getting into a program like ours uh, is very helpful because there's over 40 something variables out there that influence blood sugar. You don't have to worry about all of them. Let me worry about that for you and tell me the four or five that you need to focus on to achieve stable and in range blood sugars. But anyways, I digress. What I chose to do was see if the pump was gonna work and if it didn't work by the time I went to bed, I would have to monitor it to see if I went higher or lower or stayed. So I took a shower and unfortunately, so I, I, the shower used up, used up, right? Quote, unquote. It helped activate the insulin, circulate it through my body, but it was just the basal corrections because me in my rookie mindset had it in sleep mode. I put it in sleep mode early because I was getting ready to go to bed, right? Uh, and it doesn't give full corrections <laughs> in sleep mode. So I dropped down to 172, okay? Over the course of 20 or 30 minutes. And I was like, yes, we're headed in the right direction. I can go to bed, I'm so happy. I haven't slept fantastic the last couple nights, so I was tired. And then, I kid you not, like a minute after I had fallen asleep, my wife wakes me up. And she's like, Matt, your, your pumps, your alarm's going off. And I was like, what? I was so tired that I slept through an alarm less than a minute after falling asleep. Anyways, it's the high alarm. I had gone back up over 200. Crap, it's not working. So over the next 30 minutes, from 1 a.m. to 1.30 a.m., I had to figure out what the heck was going on, okay? Now, uh, this was a mistake of mine. <laughs> I should have set an alarm. But I fell asleep at 1.30 and I was still at 2.01, I think. No, I was at 1.99. I know that because it stopped alarming and I was like, cool, I'm free, kind of. Uh, praise God, I woke up at 99. Control IQ did come to the rescue. It kept giving me corrections of stubborn blood sugars, brought me all the way down. And the next day I had two choices. One, woohoo, everything's back to normal. Let's just have a, a normal breakfast and see how it goes and risk shooting past 300 because what happens if it is a bad site? And it took six hours for my pump to get me lower, right? Or I could plan out my meal, inject a little bit of extra insulin, 
and choose to eat super slowly so that if I did see a massive spike, I'd stop eating, back off, go for a walk. So what do you think I did? Yes, I ate slowly. So I incorporated a few dates in my meal. I love dates. They're, they're like the sweetest low glycemic food I've ever encountered. They're delicious and they don't cause a spike. So what I did is I, I incorporated four dates. I have massive meals. Each date is roughly five carbs, the dates that I have. So I said, okay, this is 20 grams of carbs. If I don't eat anything, then I have that amount of extra insulin circulating. If I do eat them, I'm gonna do it slowly and make sure I don't spike. And it worked. I ended up being able to eat all of them. It took me an hour <laughs> to eat my breakfast because I was eating super slowly and monitoring. But because of that, I had the peace of mind to know that I could go into my client coaching calls where I have to give them 100% of my focus with good blood sugars, okay? So, what is your blood sugar superpower? Your blood sugar superpower is that you get to use things in life depending on where your blood sugars are at and be thankful for it. I wasn't gonna clean the kitchen last night. Are you kidding me? Nine o'clock at night. Who cleans their kitchen at nine o'clock at night? and details it on top of that. Nobody, but guess what? I did because my blood sugars were high. You have the opportunity to use these quote unquote lemons that life throws your way and make orange juice, I'm kidding. <laughs> Lemonade, right? Because uh, I had these high blood sugars, I had the unique opportunity to be extra motivated to go for a walk with my wife and build that relationship. I had the motivation to clean the entire kitchen for 45 minutes. I did yoga for the first time in months before bed, right? Now, it messed up my sleep a little bit. I felt sick and nauseous. Sure, there are downsides to this, but you have the superpower to choose how you react to what life throws at you. Less than ideal situations. Yeah, sure, you've been diagnosed with a chronic disease that is lifelong and there is no cure for. That's less than ideal, right? But we get to choose how we react to what life throws our way. You didn't choose this. Nobody chose this, are you kidding me? Type one diabetes, you think I chose this? You think I wanted this? No, but you know what? I choose how I react. Now, did I react? Fantastic initially? No, <laughs> I did not. But eventually I did learn this lesson that I get to choose how I react to what life throws at me. You will inevitably encounter obstacles and it is up to you and you alone to determine how you react to these life events, right? Now back to the superpower for one last recap. You have the choice to determine how you react to blood sugar numbers, right? Like anything else in life, you choose how you react. Now, it's important to recognize that there is more than just two strategies to controlling blood sugar. It's more than just insulin and sugar, right? If I'm high, I take insulin. If I'm low, I eat sugar. Those aren't the only two options. And we recognize this now. There's new research pointing to new variables and new ways to control those variables every year, okay? So what we do know is that there are other external factors that can play a role in blood sugar management. So if you're low, and I'm not suggesting you do this, this is a medical disclaimer again, this is not me telling you to do it, but if you're low, technically, stress can increase blood sugar. Uh, high intensity sprint 
can increase blood sugar, right? There's different things that can do it. A temporary basal or removing your basal altogether if you're on an insulin pump, like there's different strategies. Just like if you're high, insulin isn't the only option to come down. If you have insulin on board, you could take a hot shower, you could go for a walk. Uh, exercise through GLUT4 receptors can actually take glucose from your bloodstream, right? And help lower blood sugars. Now you need insulin eventually, right? We are literally dependent on insulin, but there are other strategies at play, other factors and variables that have an effect on blood sugars. And you need to be aware of those. So, wrapping this up, when you encounter blood sugars that you don't like, i.e., quote unquote, bad blood sugars, see it as a data point that you can take action for. What can I do right now to correct this? But what can I learn from it for next time, right? What can I learn so I can prevent this from happening in the future? Because I don't like being 250. That sucked. And in addition to that, be aware of other variables. I went for a walk. I cleaned the kitchen. I did yoga. I took advantage of the high blood sugar, right? I didn't just sit there and cry and take insulin and pray that it came back down. I was proactive. Choose to be proactive instead of reactive. Reactive, that's no way to live your life. Make your own path. Okay, so if you're curious about all the other 40 plus variables and how to simplify it to the four or five that I coach my clients on, I highly recommend you go check out the free training I did recently at diabetesinaction.com. Okay, grab a notepad, turn off distractions, watch that webinar that I did. It's about an hour-ish long. Uh, it's going to change the way that you view your diabetes. I guarantee it. And in that webinar, I hint at how I structure my own life, how I use what we call the 80-20 blood sugar formula, and how you can implement that and use it in your life as well. Okay? So head over to diabetesinaction.com. If you're watching on YouTube, there's a link in the bio. If you're listening to the podcast, there's a link in the description. Or just type it in on your phone. Come on. Diabetesinaction.com. All right? This is all I got for you today. Hope you guys have better blood sugars than I had last night. Good news is that my blood sugars have been stable and in range the rest of today, so I know this site is good, and it was the actual site that was my issue. So, grateful for that, and I hope you guys are able to stay in range today as well. Have a fantastic week. Go to diabetesinaction.com and keep up the fight.